This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, let's bring Ryan back on now as we continue our previews for week 11 of the NFL. And Ryan, let's start with the Jets and the Patriots. We uh, we were both on the Patriots big. It was our favorite bet of the week when they played a couple weeks ago. We probably got fortunate in that game. It flipped on that pick six that got negated by the roughing the passer on Mac Jones. Now New England is at home. Both of these teams are coming off a bye. This line has kind of been flip-flopping between three, three and a half. It's back up to three and a half now. The over-under is 38 and a half. Ryan, I didn't realize this. The Patriots have won 13 straight games against the Jets. You know they've dominated them over the years, obviously, but you just don't realize they're on that big of a winning streak. Do you think New England makes it 14 in a row, and do you think they cover the spread, or do you like the Jets with the hook on Sunday? I'm really tempted to bet the Jets here, but the thing is, man, it's really tough to get that out of your head when they've won 14 straight and just the fashion that they've done it. Like, look how many starting quarterbacks the Jets have been through just against Bill Belichick, right? We had to go back to the Sam Darnold footage where he's on the sideline talking about seeing ghosts. And now it's Zach Wilson. And the thing is here, like the Jets obviously have to run the ball. And we know Brees Hall is obviously not going to be out there. We know who's going to be out there. I like Carter, and I like James Robinson, and the offenses look much better. Even Zach Wilson's look much better. Uh, They've kind of, like, dummied things down for him a little bit. You know, I like uh, Michael Floor's offense a lot, just some early throws, get him involved in the offense early. All that said, though, man, I want to play the Jets, and I think they could have some success defensively and running the ball against New England, but I just don't trust Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick, so I'm staying away, but I think the Jets are the right side here. And I would be tempted, even with that total being so low, to play the under. I just see this being a 20-17, to 20-13 type game. I mean, yeah. Not all of that is I'm right on board with. You know, we get all these, um, you know, Twitter little tweets about, you know, from all these different sports accounts. And they like to come after Zach Wilson a lot, right? Like Zach Wilson, very worst quarterback under pressure in the NFL, and it's not close, right? The Jets are winning. Quarterback position isn't healthy or helping. And then Wilson's going to face the number one ranked pressure percentage team in the league as the Patriots, right? But if you think about it, you're like, well, let's look at this a little bit more, right? Because what's interesting to me is that Whoever's playing for the quarterback uh, uh, quarterback of the Patriots, do we trust them under pressure? Because the Jets have the fourth highest pressure rate. And if you look at Mac Jones specifically, Mac Jones isn't that much better than Zach Wilson under pressure either. And if you look at it, he's been sacked more than Zach Wilson under pressure. He's thrown more interceptions than Zach Wilson under pressure. And what does that mean to me? That means that the Jets have a real <coughs> fighting chance, right? And, and these two teams are sort of mirror images of one another in terms of what they want to do. They dial up pressure, like we said. They have quarterbacks who aren't great. They have quarterbacks who aren't great under pressure. 
middle-of-the-road offensive line, top five passing defenses. The difference is, besides the game being played in Foxborough, New England is very vulnerable in their run defense. They're 21st in the league in their run defense. So I actually like the Jets in this spot, particularly like the Jets in the first half at plus two and a half. Uh, they were leading last game uh, in the first half last time, and they're 7-2 and two against the spread so far uh, this year in first halves. And I like the under as well. Um, the under in Patriots games, 2-7 and seven, uh, to the under in first halves. Jets, 2-6 and six to the under, full game. So, yeah, I've got some props that I like, but I, I really like the Jets plus 2.5 first half. I like the under full game. I like the under in the first half as well. Guys, I am so conflicted on this game. So, obviously, it's tough to beat a team twice in the same year. We all know that, especially as quick a turnaround as it's been. Both of these teams are coming off by. You have Belichick against Zach Wilson. The Jets have been so good on the road this season. I mean, they're three, they're four and zero on the road. They won Sick. at Cleveland. They won at Pittsburgh. They won at Green Bay. They won at Denver. Here's the key, though. This is their first road game without Brees Hall, and I think that's huge because in all yeah. those games he had a big run. He had a splash play that kind of settled. Zach Wilson down and also change momentum in the game. And we know defense travels, and that's why they're so good on the road because they just lean on that defense. So the fact that there's no Brees Hall in this game and the fact that Belichick's getting to see Wilson for a second time, and now that it's gone up to three and a half, you know, it's like usually in betting, if this was two and a half, you tend to lean towards the Jets. That tells you it's kind of the right side. Three and a half, then it kind of tells you that the Patriots are the right side. It's a stay away from me. Uh, you know, I could I, you can make the case for either team. I think the under's probably the play. I mean, the Jets are just going to struggle offensively. It is what it is. And I think the Patriots are going to struggle offensively too. I have a couple of props, and here's something that I thought was interesting. If you look at Zach Wilson and what he did against the Patriots last time, you would think, based on what everybody's saying, he had like 175 yards passing. And yes, granted, a lot of his passing yards were in the second half, but he had over 300 yards passing the football. So if you look at some of these uh, these props, I really like Michael Carter. Michael Carter went off uh, in the receiving game last last game against the Patriots. His number is 13 and a half. I like that. I think he had almost 70 receiving yards. I like Tyler Conklin. Conklin went off as well. I think he had 65 receiving yards. His number is 25 and a half. And then you know you you have to say Garrett Wilson's probably their most sure-handed receiver. His number's 52 and a half. He had over 100 yards uh, receiving. And then I still like Ramondre Stevenson. I like him on the ground, and I like him receiving the ball as well. That's what these two trash-ass quarterbacks want to do. They want to give the ball, and they want to pass it, check down Charlie to their running backs when they're under pressure. And so I like Ramondre over 20 and a half receiving yards also. Nice. Yeah, look, it's a divisional matchup. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be fun. Huge Jets-Patriots game. Big, biggest one we've had in a while, so it's going to be fun. Let's move on to Rams and Saints on Sunday. Stafford's going to play for the Rams. No Cooper Cup. Dennis Allen said the Saints are going to stick with Andy Dalton. This line has come down. It was at 4.5 at one point. Now it's minus 3 for the Saints, and the over-under is 39. Ryan, any thoughts on Rams-Saints? Man, I originally thought maybe this would be a good spot for the Saints if Stafford was going to be out again this week, if maybe they were just going to punt on the season because now they're without Cooper Cup. And 
So with Stafford in, I, I I still like the Saints. I don't know if I like it at three, but I do like them to win this game. I mean, I'm a little worried about them. Obviously, they're not probably going to hit their win total. Uh, it's been a complete bust of a season. Michael Thomas is out for the year. They've been all beat up this year. They just can't stay healthy. But I just don't know what the Rams offense is going to look like without Cooper Cup. He's literally 65% of that offense. I mean, they rely on a 60-yard reception, a 50-yard reception, these big chunk plays from Cooper Cup. Other than him, man, I mean, Allen Robinson's kind of picked things up. Skoranek, I mean, look at these weapons. And they have no run game for the first time in a long time. Sean McVay just can't establish anything, you know, on the ground. So I think the Saints would be the right side, but they have not looked good. They've been so up and down. You know, they've had some shutout wins. They've had weeks where they've lost games, even though they've picked up 450 yards of total offense. Dalton's had games where he's went over 300 yards passing and got him in the red zone multiple times, but throws these stupid picks. It's just kind of a ugly, gross game, two teams that are fade teams right now. But if I had to pick a side, I would play the Saints still. I think I would stick with that side, even with Stafford coming back. I just don't know who the hell he's throwing the ball to this week. And he's got a terrible offensive line and no run game. Yeah. Nothing for me in this one. Nothing for me. I, I like the Rams plus three. I just like the Rams on the road. The Saints shouldn't be laying points to anybody right now, even though it is the Rams. It's going to be interesting to see what McVay cooks up without Cooper Cup. But I think Allen made a mistake not going with Jameis this week. I think they really needed to press the refresh button, and they're not doing that. And, you know, the Rams won their Super Bowl, so their season's probably over. But I think we get a good effort out of them this week. I like the Rams plus three. All right, Ryan, this next game, the Giants minus three at home against the Lions. Jared Goff finally wins his first road game as Detroit Lions quarterback against the Bears next week. And now they're getting a lot of respect again from the market. Three-win team, only plus three against the seven-win New York Giants. Over-under is 45. Any thoughts on Giants-Lions? So, I didn't touch the side or the total. I think I would I would lean Giants here, right? I mean, they have... I mean, let's just be honest. Brian Dable's calling the plays, or Mike Kafka's calling the plays. Brian Dable's the head coach, and those guys are in the room with Daniel Jones, where Detroit, like, we kind of know what they are at this point, right? They're playing for next year. I mean, they've been competitive in some games against Green Bay, who we learned absolutely stinks. I uh, One of my favorite props of the seasons in this game, though, I've been playing this. Daniel Jones over 33 and a half rushing yards, you guys. It's minus 115. The Lions can't stop anybody defensively. And the market's kind of caught up with Saquon's rushing numbers. I've yeah. actually been playing the receptions or the receiving yards. I think we still have some value with Daniel Jones. Anything under 40, actually, I'd go over. I got a kick out of it. You guys probably saw the clip where Saquon called them the vanilla Vic. And if you look at it, man, since 2019, I get a kick out of this. The six most, rush, six most rushing yards for a quarterback, uh, Daniel Jones. Like, the Lions can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. I think he's going to run for 35, 36, maybe 40 yards in this game. So I love Daniel Jones over 33 and a half rushing yards. I played that one immediately. Love that. Yeah, I uh, I, I tend to lean with Ryan in terms of that prop. But if you kind of look at it, Detroit, like you said, Ryan, they allow the second most rushing yards in the NFL, right? Giants yeah. are one of the best running teams on third and fourth down in the league in terms of conversions or touchdowns. They convert on 83% of their third or fourth downs. That's insane. That's like, I think they're second in terms of, of that statistics. I think that, and then you look at the, the Lions' pass defense. They're 27th in the league in pass, passing yards allowed as well. I think the Giants are going to be able to do with it, whatever they want offensively out there. I still think Saquon, even though it's 97.5 and, and that seems absurd, 
I think this is going to be a very similar game to the Houston game where he ran for 150 yards yeah. uh, and a similar rush defense, right? They're right underneath, uh, right right above, I guess, Houston in terms of, of rush defense. I like the Giants in this spot. I do think that there's a propensity, though, for some points to be scored. I don't like the total because the Giants have been only allowing teams to score like 19. But if you look at the Lions, they're fourth in the league with explosive plays of more than 20 yards, right? And Wink Martindale, they're a bend-but-don't-break sort of defense and benefit from turnovers. So they're going to need to be able to turn the Lions over in the red zone in order for to, to keep them from stopping. So I like I didn't see what the reception number was for St. Brown, but I like that. But the prop I love the most for the Lions is Jared Goff over 226 and a half passing yards. Giants don't get a ton of sacks on the quarterback and the Lions don't really allow them either. So I I really like Jared Goff to throw for like I think he could throw for like 275 300 passing yards. Yeah, I like the Giants minus three. Same. The line is is probably telling you to take the Lions. But look, all these lines all year with the Giants, they've been disrespecting them, right? So this is nothing new. I, I think it's a bad matchup, too, for Detroit. Jared Goff, I, I never have liked him outside. I always like him indoors in a dome. So that's one thing. And Wink Martindale, yeah. you know, I've watched the Ravens play golf a couple times over the years. He really struggles calling out those blitzes and all the different packages that Wink can throw at you. So I think the Giants are going to have some success on golf. And then we know that defense is awful. And I think with Saquon and Daniel Jones running the football as Ryan likes, I think that could be a problem. So uh, I, I like the Giants minus three quite a bit. I think that could give them some issues on on Sunday. Give me the G-men. Minus three. It looks like uh, we lost Ryan uh, momentarily. So real quick, I mean, Trista, Ravens-Panthers, we've had a lot of guests throughout the week, and we really haven't asked them on this game because I think everybody just expects the Ravens to win, and whether or not you take the Ravens and the Panthers, this has like a backdoor feel to it, or the Ravens kind of win by 17 or 20. If you had to make a play. Double-digit dogs, they cover at like 85%. I don't yeah, care so you the, lean the, the Panthers. Panthers. That's all I would do. Okay. I mean, it's not even, there's no real breakdown to it. No. I don't like the Panthers as a team. They they suck. They're awful in pretty much every way. Baker Mayfield playing helps helps them, I think, a bit. Uh, but double-digit dogs, they're, they're covering at like almost 90%. This yeah, year, which no, is just insane. I agree with you. Plus, Baker Mayfield's going to be starting, which I li- like a lot better for Carolina. Same. He obviously has familiarity with the Ravens in the AFC North. I think the Ravens, you know, they're starting to get healthy. They have some guys that are uh, injured and trying to work their way back. I think they're just going to run the ball, rely on their defense, and get out of there with the win. They don't really care whether or not they cover this spread or how much they win by. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.